recording. Oh, fuck. We got it on YouTube, though. No, we do. We got it on the tube, man. Right, that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> I think it was six, 68, man. If not 69, but I believe 68. How about you press, yeah, it might be on 70. How about you fucking press the button on the, on the thing? You know? see, see what it is. Slide the chair. Because I turn it on like a robot. Six to something. Bull dagger. Bull, bull dagger. We, and, you know what I found the funny? That we, we, hold on. The, the fucking visual has been clip, HD. Until we start, and then it fucking goes and fuzzy again. Oh, fuzz, so go ahead, pardon me. I was gonna say, bitch. I just go to YouTube, man. I was gonna say, um, if we have not been canceled, our last episode was Bulldog, so it would look like we <laughs> was canceled for Bulldog. <laughs> it do look like we was canceled because that was when did we do this show. Let's see. This was published September first, a month. We've been gone a full Wow, month. I mean, we did it on the 30th, first. Yep, did it on the 30th, 31st. Oh, yeah, man. Wow, we've been gone an entire month. Man, would you like to explain the hiatus, man, as you don't go well, to your corner? Well, first off, you want to share? First you still want to share air with me. <laughs> first off, you want to do the introduction of the show. See, you, you rusty. We are. The introduction and of the drunk. show. Yeah, he's been drinking that. Expensive ass do say I didn't know he had. In tribute to Wayne and Rich the Kid, I'm double coupled. I'm pulling it up, please. Just a minor swig. No, that's enough. Oh, goddamn. That's enough. Um, that's too strong. Um, it's good shit, man. What the fuck I was saying? Oh, Wayne and Rich the Kid, I didn't get to listen to all that. I'm going to ask you about it. I'll give the review next week. Um, go ahead. Introduce the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 68 of the Straight Gas Homie Podcast. I am D-Block, to my left is Dale, the truth teller, and the Straight Gas Homie Podcast is back in full effect. The dynamic duo is back. We are back. We are back. I think maybe they did think we got canceled because of all that. I don't know, man. <laughs> Every time we bring this guy on, you know, the content gets a little <laughs> sketchy. Yeah, a little racy. <laughs> a little racy. Censorship was supposed to have a questionable episode. We got to put Hooli behind a paywall, man. Patreon. Yeah, man. Hooli will about. only be on the straight gas only Patreon page yeah, moving man. forward. You have to pay to hear his comments because they're a little offensive. Yeah, we're going to have to censor him. He's, been a, he's like always getting us censored and getting us in trouble, but that, that, that's not why we've been going this time. We could say we took a break for season two, for season four. Like everybody else we're doing? Yeah, yeah, we're not doing season. We're doing episodes. <clears throat> God damn, I need some water. Any water? It's cozy. No water. In your own house. No water. It's inside the house. I asked Dale, did he have any beverage? He had me one beer. I gave you uh, a half a cup of V8 Splash. Half. Strawberry lemonade. It was warm. What? He didn't want to use the, the hard one. It was worse than room temperature. <laughs> it was kept stored away in the shelf. Under the sink, on the shelf. It was hidden. Hot under the pipes. Next to the pipes. I am already fully intoxicated. Uh, I'm going to start because mine will probably be really long-winded. Um, how was your week, sir? How was your work, Double D, D Block? 
That was my week or month. That was your month. <laughs> that was your hiatus. <coughs> you alright? <coughs> changing the weather. We in trouble. <laughs> we in trouble. Um, um, my month has been um. <coughs> excuse me. Let's see if they notice the change in the episode. We're asking like, did y'all notice anything different? And what we doing? Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't. I'm lost. I'm over here. You over there. Oh. Right. The precautions we're taking. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, <laughs> man. Okay. Give me the raise. <laughs> God damn. All right, go ahead. Um, my month has been cool, man. I've done a lot of self-reflecting this month. Um, like they did like 20 episodes ago? Yeah, man. Right. I, I feel like I've hit that point. Um... Of of yeah, just relationships, you know what I'm saying? Just learning myself, um, having certain conversations with people. I feel like I've gotten closer to I feel don't laugh at me, man. Okay. I feel like my best friends initials spell out T N T. It's Terrence, Nico, and Tracy. You guys are my three closest friends. So we the bomb? And those like hey, hey man. <laughs> If I ever get rich and become a rapper, then that'll be my uh, that'll be my fan club, the bomb or whatever. Would that be right? TNT's the bomb. I don't know. Whatever you guys' name, whenever they see me, they be like, "Oh, it's TNT, man." Okay. Yeah, yeah. but but I, I feel like over the course of the month, I've been having just like deep conversations with you guys, man. Um, real like reflective conversations and just learning more about myself, learning more about um, like what I can do differently. And how I need to act differently. And just, you know, when you talk to somebody who truly knows you, who's known you for a long time, they can point out things that you do on the regular. And they can point out, you know what I'm saying, like, habits that you have. Like, Nico pointed out to me, like, you're an oversharer. He told me that I share too much. And particularly in terms of, the reason why he said I share too much is in terms of, like, sex and sexual situations. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm the guy that afterwards... I don't have an issue with letting a woman know how great she was, how good she was, or if I enjoyed it or not. Stroking her ego. Right. He says I overshare in that department because I had a conversation with him about the transference of power between a man and a woman. How if you text a woman and you try to get up with her and she puts you to the side, boots you a little bit, now she got the power. Right. Until she texts you and she want to get up with you. And you got the power now because now you control everything. So I told him about the time, you know, me and the woman had that instance. You know, I texted her. She booted me. I, I laughed it off. I made a joke of it. She texted me back. I slid over there. And I had the power until the next morning hit. And the next morning hit, I sent that text. Good morning. I need, How you doing? I, don't need, I didn't think I'd send that. Your name? I, I didn't send that. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing things out there. I'm just trying to make me want to stick. I, I was like, I was like, man, it was amazing. I said, that shit was amazing last night, you know? And it was like, it was like, a, I think she sent like a smiley face or something. It was like, was no it res- really amazing? It was. Okay. It was like, no response to it, really. You know, I was like, damn, I transferred the power back. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I learned about myself. She like, gave I, it, she take it away. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I, I learned about myself is like, I have to do better at knowing who I am. 
knowing what I bring to the table and and just keeping that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like in that manner. And I always I, told you it's mind blowing at how much sexual shit that you can you conversations you can have with a woman about like they past experiences and how they like it and what they like and how this person was this and that like I can't have those conversations. I'm not even trying to get that deep into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are when it comes to that shit. You too fucking nice. That's the number one thing. And the one thing I will say that has, I think is what's, what's helping you be more, what's helping with the eye-opening process with yourself is you being receptive to the information that's being given to you. Mm-hmm. Before, and I think we had a conversation about it, you were really, it's really hard to get you to listen to somebody try to tell you something about yourself. Because you would get really defensive. Like, and you'd be borderline like, all right, I can't say this shit to this nigga because he's going to take it this way. And you overly defend yourself because you feel like you have to. Now you've been receiving that information and just like letting it process. Where it's like, all right, we're not judging you. You know what I'm saying? we just telling you. we just telling, we, telling you how we feel. Uh, giving you our opinion based upon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> based upon um, you know um. <laughs> Give it, you know, based upon the information that we provide to you that you listen. How far do you want me to go? I don't want my slides. I'm good. I'm good. Shit. I'm good God damn it. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. gonna break the shell camera like I just, as I just, in the fucking background. That's what I don't want to do. <coughs> don't get me for saying that. I want you to uh, retaliate on me, okay? So, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. man. Pull this shit in there. That shit all strong now. <laughs> yeah, but that's <coughs> that's what I've been on for this last month. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Just a lot of like, I would say self-reflecting and just, mm. you know what I'm saying, getting to know myself and just getting to, you know what I'm saying, I would look at it like, you know when you want to put yourself in a certain position and you're ready to get there, you're ready to get there, yeah. and then when you finally get into that position, it's kind of like scary or it's kind of like foreign or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like I've been put in that position in terms of what your mind say you want, and then when you finally get what you've been saying that you want, and you just got to adjust to it and you got to realize and just... Yeah, just just an adjustment. So I just feel like I've just been going through just an adjustment period over the last month, and you know, just uh, a lot of a lot of figuring things out and a lot of planning for the future. I feel like I can now plan for the future. I feel like I can now look forward to things and look forward to just life in general. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 just why I've been over this last month. Just just well, we're gonna see our resilience. Yeah, just pick pick. Picking up the pieces, you know what I'm saying, and just, you know what I'm saying, like like that Simba moment when he walked into the lake and Mufasa told him, remember who you are? Like that moment, you know what I'm saying? It, it always comes you have from, to. It always comes from me, and I'll be honest. For me, my realization always comes with a woman when a certain woman will do something to me, and I'll look at it and be like, wait a minute, you can't do this to me. Like, I, I, I get that arrogance with certain women. I'd be like, I, right, I accept this from some women, but from you, I refuse to accept this. And that's when I realized, like, I, right, you've hit a low or you need to stop or you need to rethink, recalibrate, recalibrate and you need to move forward. 
when a woman starts to feel like they're doing me a favor by talking to me, that's what's a problem. Well, I'm like, you always got to let them know. Like, that, that's why you're I, not doing me a favor. Maybe that's what it's saying. Yeah. That's because that's saying. how I think that they'll feel sometimes. They're like, yeah. you're doing so much for them. Thirsty niggas outside is doing so much less. Then they, you, you, uh, you constantly tell them how much you appreciate them. And that's where it's kind of backwards. Mm-hmm. Because most women will tell you that men don't do that shit enough. They want appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you show them that appreciation, and I ain't talking about myself, let me not get that confused. I don't want no trouble. Um, <laughs> good with me. You say you want appreciation and shit like that. And they taking that shit for granted or they taking it as weakness. You know what I'm saying? When you are being too vulnerable. And they're saying like, well... We didn't turn this into a motherfucking relationship show. This is a uh, Five Five Friday show we having right now. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't get back on square. Um, man, what I was saying, I had a great fucking point. I was gonna deliver. I'm gonna drive that home. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the appreciation is taken as a form of weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, Certain women take a lot of things as a form of weakness. A lot of them. Said, we choose the wrong, like the women that we are intrigued by most men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They don't want that appreciation. They don't <laughs> want those things, so they take that as weakness. You know what I'm saying? So you have to just always remind them, like at some point, and it may not be. You don't have to be verbal. It has to be something for they to, for them to remember who the fuck you are or the reason why they started talking to you in the first place. Because that's what will happen. They'll be like, well, you used to be this way. I used to like you this way. Well, mm-hmm. nothing changed outside of my feelings and the respect that I gained for you. So I'm showing you, I'm treating you this way because I have a certain level of respect for you now that I didn't have for you in the beginning. Right. But don't get it fucked up because nothing is different about me. Mm-hmm. I just, I love you more. You know, you, when they know they got your heart, it's pretty much really difficult to do anything. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, you gotta just not allow yourself to get that deep. Um, and once you become that deep, and we talk about a woman, so I don't think I gotta say pause. Um, I mean, it's just, you gotta just ride it out at this point. Cause there's no way to just, it's easy for a person to tell somebody going through something, and I'm not talking about you, because I don't want people to think that this is- This is a conversation, general conversation. This is a conversation. Once you get yourself so deep into a situation, that it's really hard for you to, everybody can say just walk away. Some people can, some people can't. You know what I'm saying? So something has to happen for you to make that step to move on from that person. But you gotta learn from it. So everything that I would say a person going through something with, the, with a relationship with an unappreciative person, partner, mm-hmm. male or female, learn from that. Don't take that shit into your next endeavor. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just gonna follow the same pattern. You know what I'm saying? I think you're going into it, a person with a kind heart will be going into it when they saying, like, it's not fair to treat the next person, give the next person the shit that the person pride in them uh, delivered to you. You know what I'm saying? So you go into it trying to have an open mind and try to use this exact same tactics on that person, hoping that they will receive it a little different than the person prior. Mm-hmm. When, in all honesty, you know the type of woman that you're dealing with. You're choosing the same type of woman. So you already know. So it's just like Matt Nagy doing the same shit over and over and over again where you need to make some adjustments at halftime. Right. Make an adjustment, throw the screen. Brought it to the Bears. Got him in there, that's all we give me. I'm not talking about no more. That's well, it. I, I had a point, I think I forgot about it, but. Uh, you was talking, we were talking yeah, about I, I, the woman, the appreciation. 
Um, when you get in too deep, your heart is involved. I want to try to give you something to bring it back. Okay, you too. Well, it's nothing, man. But uh, I was a little long winded. Pardon me. Yeah, man. Um, I I I agree with everything that you said. Um, in, in terms of women, I'm, I'm I think I'm more. Yeah, you drunk too much of that damn dark douce. I believe so, man. It's black douce. Like yeah. Say. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just why being just uh, on on a path of reflecting and just just learning more things about myself and the people around me and you know just what they bring to the table, what I bring to the table, and you know just how to move, how how to maneuver, and you know just how to how to grow with people and how to I don't know just. I guess it's like give people what they want. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I think I give people too many chances. I think I'm, I, I, I hear that like too nice shit a lot. I realize that a lot of people, even Nico feel like that too. He told me that he mm. felt like that shit. Like, man, he don't really, like certain women, he would think that would walk all over me type of shit. And I'm like, why do you think that? Like, you've been, him of all people, like he's been around me, seen me talk to hoes and all that shit. Because we just like, see it. We see it in them. That's why I say like, like, just from knowing how you are and having those conversations about, like, that we have, like, off camera, you, I can, you can see a person and you can just see, like... But I'm an asshole, though. Like, I can name you... I understand that. Every woman I've ever been with always said, you so mean, you're an asshole. So it's like, when I get the... But what do they say you mean about? Your restrictions on things that they can and can't do? At, at a point, at a or time... Or you can be very opinionated on things... It was that, both. Which, so what's his exactly. word? Exactly. So what I'm saying. So in the beginning, it was it was the restrictions on. Yeah. Nah, I don't want you to do. That's not being mean. That's you, insecure. Right. You can't do X, Y, Z if you fucking with me. And it was like I was very opinionated. Now it's like you know it all. Not I'm a know it all. I I feel like through my experiences with women, I'm very more understanding. So well, that's how they feel. I, I get them told all the time. They got know everything. It's like I give. I look at it like. I just understand. I, I I feel women with what they going through. You know what I'm saying. I, I feel like I can understand a woman's plight and a man's plight in terms of being single or in terms of trying to get a man or get a woman or whatever. Like I get both sides of it because I have a lot of female friends. Yeah. And I'm like you said in the beginning. Like I ask these questions, so I I talk about these things with women. So if I'm dealing with a woman, like I understand why you won't text back or why you need your space and shit like that. So I don't, know, don't understand. But why not? I get it. I get it. They don't. But I would want to be with a woman that understands what it's, space they need. Like what is space? I think everybody needs they. You need that space. Some to be like, time to go outside right, for a couple to, hours to, to miss a person. Right. Like you don't want to be. You go outside for a couple hours. Get your space. Right. You don't gotta not talk to me for a couple days. That's bullshit. It, can you go? Can you go a couple days without talking to somebody that you love? No. Exactly. All right. Enough said. I can't. Not even. I don't give a fuck how much space you need. Even a person that I like, I don't think. If if I really fuck with you, if I really fuck with you, I'll text you at least once a day. Right. I may need space away from you, getting on my fucking nerve, but I'm still gonna have contact with you. I'm not gonna completely not have fucking contact with you and say, you know, Joe, oh well. Joe Button has raps for everything. He's Joe Button said in a line. He said, Joe Button said, though I may not never see you, I should know you're never gone. So that's how that's how I feel like it, that that plays into what you're saying, and that's how I, I, that's how I feel. It's like, I right, even if I'm fucking with you, like even if you gotta go through whatever, like I ain't gotta be there, but don't treat me like I'm gone. Don't talk to me. Don't not text me. Don't not. And that's only happening because you make them secure and they're confident within whatever uh, relationship that you have. So they're not fearful of someone taking them, taking you from them, taking that happiness, 
Whatever happens you provide for them, they're not fearful of losing that. You know what I'm saying? Because they know no matter what, it's going to always be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because and I used to tell women all the time, I tell men, it's like a tug of war. I'm going to keep pulling you till I get you to that one spot. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle, where you're comfortable, stay there. Don't move. Your ass start pulling back. I'm going to say and do everything I need to do to get your ass right back where I need you. And once I get you there, I don't want you to go fucking past there. Okay? Come a little closer. I feel like you're getting too in too close. I got to push your ass back to the middle. And then I'm going to push your ass all the way to the end until you get too far. And I'm going to snatch your ass back. And that's pretty much what that is. Right. And when you're dealing with shit like that, it's unhealthy. It's, 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 it's like you sacrificing yourself and your own happiness. And I can dish, I can give out the best advice. But understand, I ain't judging. I understand. You know what I'm saying? It's only so much that you can, it's only so much you can do once you get too invested in the person. But if you saw red flags from week one and it just kept <clears throat> continuing and to continue and continue, continuing, what we'll do is find the goodness of the person to satisfy ourselves. But you're looking past all of the shit that you know is going to be a headache for yourself. In the, because in the you keep run. finding those two bright spots that they got. Personality and uh, we may like a couple <laughs> of the same things. That's it. Everything else is a fucking wash. You like That's my grandfather told me. When I first moved out, my grandfather, I, he was like, how's it going? I was like, it's going good. I'm like... But you know, she don't wash the dishes and everything like grandma do. She don't do this. He was like, you better nip that shit in the bud. Mm-hmm. You better do it right now. He was like, if you don't do it right now, it's going to become a bigger problem. She's going to keep doing it and doing it. And by the time you say something, it's going to be too late. Yes, she say, so whatever issues or problems you got with her right now, he said, I'll just move in together. He said, you better tell her to her right now and fix it right now or else it's going to be a problem. I was like, okay. I didn't fix it, of course. Because you don't listen to people when they... You know, this is the old people when they give you advice, you just be like, ah, whatever, I can whatever. But are you are you willing to listen to it now? To where you understand it now? To where it's like, all right, at some point, I'm gonna have to be honest with you. Like I think I am now. I I am now, but only with certain. I can always be what my friends tell me I need to be, but it's only with certain women. For sure. It's some women is just like they gotta that certain women got to do something to me for me to be that person to them. It's the confidence. So, like, I would say, like, it's like a woman that you feel like, all right, they out your league, right? Mm-hmm. Once you get them and they in your league, it's over. Now, I'm superior. You, I've crossed that barrier. Once I get you and I thought you out of my league, we here, I fucked you. Now you get treated regular. Like, ain't no more fucking eggshells. I'm in control. At some point, you're going to leave and walk away. I know this is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But once I've made it over the... It's like climbing the fucking mountain. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to get to the top of the mountain for and still be cautious? I'm here. I'm going to sit down and chill. <laughs> I ain't going to be still trying to... All right, damn, now I got to climb all the way down. I figured that shit out at some point. It took me long enough to get here. I'm at the top of the mountain. I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. You're not knocking me off until I'm ready to fall off that motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you just can't get too in too deep. I think I make it, and it's crazy. I make it all the way to the mountaintop, and then I'm Slide still, back down. Right. Slide it's like, back up. And somebody said, I was listening to some, some podcast, and it's like, yeah, when a woman is comfortable with you, she'll do things that she'll never do with other men. And it's like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like I can confidently say, 
a lot of women that I've been with have done things that I feel like they've never done with other men. So it's like, and that's all I like self-reflection. I said, I just thinking back on a lot of things that I've, my experiences and things like that. And it's like, you, you feel like, I feel like I ain't got shit to talk about and shit to say. It was like, nah, man, I got some shit to say. Like I got some experiences and things that done happen. It's like, I, I feel like a lot of what I learned about myself is like, I shortchanged myself in, in a lot of aspects and situations is like, I shouldn't because like I said, I, it's a lot of women who told me that they would never do things that have done things that say they would never do. Always. And they probably never done things for niggas that you would think they done things for. And it's like, well, you your first time doing this with me? And you was with this, this, this dude who was talking this, this, and this? So it's like... Once you suck my dick ever so viciously. That's why. You've already broken. I've broken the barrier. I'm here now. There's nothing to talk about. It's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, or once the penetration is in, the only step is, all right, was it good enough for a second round? That's it. Once I fucked you <laughs> twice, it's over. You're back again. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? What is you worried about? I'm not, all right, I'm going to still say, I may say good morning, but I'm not, all right, no, we won't go to I'm not fucking talking to you all fucking day. I'm not calling you. Why are you feel about the good morning you? text? Stop it. I've been telling you to stop those things. Stop that shit, man. What does it do for you? Like, how do you, how do you, but you, you, I look at the good morning text like, I, when you wake up, I want you to see me. No. I don't want to be the first thing on your mind when you wake up. I don't even text my woman that shit. Like, I'll call her. What you doing? So you think you I just, so you text in the afternoon? Yeah. Is that, what's the difference between the morning text and the afternoon text? What are you texting in the afternoon? What's up? What you doing? <laughs> Not fucking good morning. Good morning. How you doing? How you sleep? Cheesy shit. How you feeling? See, that's why you see <laughs> how you sleep. You don't really care. You think that's what the fuck she wants you to that you want to say. Stop saying what you think she wants you to say. You don't give a fuck how she slept. Sometimes you do. Why? Why do you care how she slept? Did she get some rest? She sleeps better. Bed on time? She sleeps better. If she has a bad night and she's not around you. And that means she sleeps better when she's with you. So you can be like, oh, you slept bad, you should have me over. Smoking on the porch, man. You gotta stop, man. You too fucking, you thinking too much. You mean. You gotta chill. That shit though. What girls you use this shit on? I'm the master at the sappy text at you night. Good ass women texting the motherfuckers. How'd you sleep? They looking at that shit like this. Thinking why I got text this nigga? Okay, I guess. I bet you the fuck they text. Okay, I guess. The fuck? I know what she said. She don't know how she slept. She don't even know how to answer that fucking question. She don't know how to say, yeah, my bed's a piece of shit, so I got to sleep on my side. This put my back don't hurt. I'm snoring. Like, shit, I ate the wrong thing last night. So I had nightmares. They're not going to fucking tell you those things. 90% of them not sleeping comfortably. You just hope that she says, I'm going to slip that if I was next to you. Wishful thinking, sir. It's not a fucking movie. It's not Love Jones or that other shit. 
<coughs> get it. Oh, shit. And it's, it's hitting me. Oh. So no more good morning texts. Stop it. <laughs> no more. What if they text you good morning? Good morning. That's it. Leave it that. Leave it that. Nah, How'd you sleep? What? I, I don't take I want to text me. I don't text how you sleep. I'm I'm all I do how you feeling. How you feeling? How you doing? How's your day? How you doing? At 8 in the morning. How's you haven't had a day at 8 in the morning. So you should wait. How you doing? So then this should just be, <laughs> what's up? You up? That's you text a bitch at 8 in the morning. You up? That's it. I want to know if you up. Yeah, I'm up. Start the conversation right here. That's it. She only did no fucking good morning. Not no hood chick. She don't want to hear no fucking good morning. You up. Yes. What are you doing? That's it. Why? She say, why? Damn, I can't ask? We having a conversation now. We're not fucking talking about, oh, what's your mother? How'd you sleep last night? I wouldn't even know how to respond to that. What if, uh, what if you had a rough night? Well, I didn't get much sleep. What if it asked if my was stomach was in shambles and not? What is, what is, what is, what is, she's not gonna fucking tell you that. She's not gonna fucking tell you that. She's gonna be like, well, did you go to the doctor? What's, what's, your, what's your diet? What's your diet? What's the next segment? <laughs> I don't damn well. If you are bold enough to text a woman, what's your diet? Tell me you text a woman what's your diet. Please tell me. Because then that would be mean. That would be mean. If you got the balls to text any woman. I don't give a fuck if they wear 120 pounds. What's your diet? Because the skinniest motherfucker will be upset. You saying I'm fat? Shut the fuck up. You don't want to tell a woman that they can fat. Shut hot the fuck up. He hot things at night. He can get acid me. reflux. He can mess with your dreams. Mess with your sleep. That's why I just said she had a piece of ham and had a bad dream. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't turn this shit into the... How do you know my Let's get off of me and my money. D-Y-Y-S? Isaac Jacob, BDS. <laughs> That's a WWE camera to do shit with teeth. Alright, man. No. He's the male model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Alright, well, I'm choking. I should go into half my week. Yeah, I just want this. It's kicking my ass right now. Um, well, Dale's month has been such. Well, Dale's month and a half has been filled with absolute turbulence. Um, we have been on a hiatus because you know what? I almost want to share it like I got shot. You know, niggas get shot. You're like, yeah, I got shot. This shot beat that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, See that dude acting up and got shot a week later he put up that song like Yeah, we can say hell by the way. I don't know what <laughs> you shot in the neck. <laughs> shot in the neck Wolverine. Okay. And rapped about it. It's Reese's fault. It's fucking Reese. Ain't nobody savage like Reese. But we've been on a hiatus because Dayo, your boy, <laughs> contracted COVID. Oh! Shortly after. Shortly after this episode, was it from who? I wondered if it was contracted from him being so close to me. On your chair? Leaning on my chair, spreading these germs, this ball of juice that I don't know what it contains. 
Um, but no, in all seriousness, I don't know. I just had like it was uh, what was it Labor Day? That was the last one, right? Labor Day. On the fifth. No, I'm saying that's September first, Labor Day. No, the fifth. What was uh that holiday? It wasn't Memorial Day. It's Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. Because you can't wear white after, right? Right. Correct. So that's why you went all black. You abide by that rule? No, fuck them rules. Mm. I wear white if I had some all white. Um, if I had a white party, would you attend for my birthday? Absolutely. Absolutely. You see, I can put something together. Stop playing with me. You know, I can't wait to put something together and show show you I ain't my age. <laughs> show you I'm always in tune with the times, man. I'm in tune with the times. But um, do I go into details about it? Yes. I go into light details. So I was uh, I had a light call on that Sunday. We were at my auntie's house celebrating uh, because that's what she would have wanted. Uh, and that's another thing that I had to deal with. You know, I think I tried to get into it. You kept on overcutting me. I didn't really get that out that one episode. We got you got into it with the episode. Well, I think I, I think I did. So we went there. I had a light call. You off. I kept smoking, but I wasn't getting high. It was like I said, man, I'm smoking some bad weed today. I smoked a lot of weed. Um, now I went to work. I took the nastiest tea ever created. I had like some. You ever had like they got now? They got um some halls with like vapor in them. So it's like Vicks Vapor World uh, fucking halls. Mm-mm. Absolutely disgusting. Had it in my teeth, drunk it. It's like when I got to the bottom of the cup, mm-hmm. it got intensely nasty. Because it be like, stuck down there. That's all the flavor is. Bro, I was like, what the fuck? And I chugged it, walked in the building. As soon as I got in there, no longer than two minutes in there. Went to the bathroom, threw up the tea. I never throw up. Mm. I said, something ain't right. I say, I just, I went to the office. I said, hey guys, I just threw up. <coughs> Check my tip. Temperature was about 99, 99 degrees. I said, oh, that's not too high. But it's over 97 or whatever. So I had to go get tested for COVID. Mm. One positive, one negative. Mm. Same day. I said, oh, Not sure and anus? No anus. Oral. <laughs> so we're going um, nasal and oral. The oral came back negative. The nasal came back uh, positive. Instantaneous. Uh, never let them stick that in your nose. They stick some shit in your nose. And then you just like... Feel a feeling I can't describe. And you know, the tingle or something like I think they put it in my fucking nose. I'm going to tell you why. Because as soon as they did it, I was like, I didn't feel anything. I felt perfectly fine. They put that shit in my nose. I said, what the fuck? <clears throat> they said you positive. I went and got another one negative. Came home. So now I'm going to get all these vitamins and all this shit. Not vitamins. I was getting cough syrup and... Being cheap. Cold syrup is fifteen fucking dollars. Mucinex, eighteen bucks. When I got caught, this little cold I had, I looked at, that, I said, you know fucking what? Me, marijuana in a hot box. We finna fight this out. You think I'm gonna be fifteen fuck, bro? This is why I used to steal shit from Walmart. Fifteen dollars, bro. I went and got some Flonays and some Mucinex. So they tell you the stuff that you should use on paper. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm not buying that shit. It's the same shit. I went and bought some cheap-ass NyQuil. It wasn't cheap. NyQuil, some some uh, great value saline shit to put in your nose. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and some tea. Shit wasn't working. By day three, I'm eating some lasagna. Can't smell shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Am I tripping? You eat the meat lovers lasagna, too. So. You know it. So, so it's I'm, a lot of shit to Right, so I'm like, what's you that shit? I lit the blunt. Smothering Parmesan <laughs> No, nah, I ain't sick. But the first night I was tired and I had like chills and hot and shit. I'm like, 
I remember I got a little weak ass version. Still ain't really feeling shit, so I'm like, this shit can't fuck with me. For real, I'm like, I don't even think I had said nothing. I, I, I told you I had COVID, but um, by day three, when my, when my shit started to go out, mm-hmm. so I know what to do. You get sick, get some Vicks, put on your chest, stick it in my nostrils. Nose, neck, shit. Sitting there, shit was working a little bit. Two hours later, a fucking <laughs> a fucking heat wave or something, a death. I felt like a motherfucker stuck me in the sauna and put a mask on my face and I couldn't breathe out my nose. I sent the text to you, Jamal or Hooley. Thought I was gonna die that night. I said, hey man, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital, man. <laughs> I can't breathe out my fucking nose. Like, and I sat there and went to sleep. I, I kept squeezing that shit in my nose, wasn't working. I'm gonna speed it up. Um Long story short, I went back and got tested after that. The oral one came back positive. So I'm like, all right. Sitting in my room. <coughs> luckily, luckily, is luckily I have a nice size room with the bathroom and shit in there. So I was able to maneuver around. Wait, money um, bags? No, nah, no need for that. <laughs> no need for that, man. Just no leave. need for the yeah, money right. bags. That's why we can't find it. That's why you can't find it. It's all right, You're going to knock it off the table, too. Um, God damn it. So I'm going for the bathroom to... <laughs> I told you it was gonna fall. I'm going from the bathroom to the fucking uh to the bed. Prison in my own home. You mm. think you'd be sitting around playing the game, watching some movies and shit. Absolutely exhausted. Turn the TV off. Didn't want to do nothing. Binge watch territory, man. Couldn't do nothing. Mm. Couldn't watch shit. Um after 10 days, they tell you you're no longer contagious. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go see uh Shane Chi. Mm. I got a hot dog, a cup of fucking lemonade. Halfway, like a little sip, couple sips of lemonade. I drunk it, mm-hmm. chest on fire. I'm sitting there watching Shane Chi, uncomfortable as fuck. You're just thinking I'm about to die, man. At some point, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. I'm checking my heart rate. I'm like, I'm oh, you watching? Watching? <laughs> oh, shit. My shit low. I'm like, damn, no be real life. I swear to God, man. Pains in my chest, all kind of shit. Oh, the best man. thing about it was I had three weeks off from work. Uh, the shit was real. I was gonna get vaccinated. I plan on getting vaccinated mm. when it's time for me to get vaccinated. I mm. never want to feel that feeling again. Mm. So, without saying much because <laughs> I already took up too much time, uh, that's why straight gas homie has been on a month hiatus because of Dayo. And anytime we've had like a break in the like non consistency, it's been because of me because this last month and a half has been absolute turbulence. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but to be honest, this has become something. I'm supposed to be shocked. No, this has become something (laughs) that I don't just look at something like, I used to look at it like, all right, oh, we got to do the motherfucking show. How long is this shit going to be? It's actually become something that I look forward to doing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is actually like a, you know what I'm saying? Something that I like to do. And that's what it, and that's why I was able to kind of like... Where's the... Oh. Find that little happiness. You know what I'm saying? Within this turbulent... <laughs> within this turbulent month. That, now, that fucking visual is... Uh, wow. 240p. Uh, but yeah, man. But straight homie gas... We're back. Straight gas homie. We're back. Yeah. Um, and the vaccine. Yeah. So we can get into the vaccine with the NBA players. So you... Have decided like LeBron James and a lot of others to get the vaccine. Yeah, grow up, Kyrie. <laughs> okay. Grow up. So what makes you? What is this? What is this explanation to why not? 
I mean, um, the players who say that they don't want to do it, they're saying that they don't want to do it because they don't know what the long-term effects will be. They fuck wrong. They eat unhealthy. Bro, you fuck wrong, okay? <laughs> what are long-term effects? How many risks take me fucking this wrong? Okay? Depends if she's clean or not. How do you know? Because you wash her pussy? Because smells? You could just, great. You could just oh. know. You just know certain women are flu season. Certain women are, you know. Okay. Uh, 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 a well-groomed Like Mozzie said, why would they lie about the body count? You <laughs> <laughs> have a different body count. Because these bitches all lie about body counts. Absurdly. <laughs> Give me a check. What's a Fuck thing? it. I don't know what we're doing. You just got <laughs> bad fucking audio. This is uh, that check. That's a check. Cha-ching. Man, don't, don't break the damn... Uh, the uh, Android, the Gavis. Oh, the Gavis. Sounds high, man. What are you talking about? I think because white, I want to call it a Galaxy tab so bad. Um, what the fuck are we talking about? I think people, you think people live in the city of Chicago are poor? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not poor, man. You know, your father got a really hefty wallet that you could dip into if, you, if ever time gets hard. I don't give a damn. How much you think you prideful? Because if my pop was sitting on bank like that. I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius, I think that's one of my uh, traits, pridefulness. Yeah, I put Leo. I retweet a lot of Leo stuff, too, so you can see it. Oh, you so I want to know. That's for you. Why you retweet it? So you can see it. So I'm like. Put it on all platforms to see, sir. Well, I do. If they fucking follow on Twitter, they on 226. <laughs> get some great Bears content there, too. So anybody that looks for sports. I got one friend who I would never talk Bears with. Mm-hmm. His name's Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the Bears. We're on two different fan levels. I think he actually likes Matt Nagy. And he actually likes Andy Dalton. What is the fucking joke? Because he sees the future. He doesn't see shit. You guys are awesome. He sees. He's you a guys fucking are, You guys as Bears fan, y'all sitting over here in the windy fucking city, and y'all want Patrick Mahomes. That's not really what you need. You need a serviceable, quarter, serviceable quarterback. You need a good tight end. And a good running back. We have been. Along with a good offensive line and an outstanding defense. You don't need Patrick Mahomes. So you to, want to be the monster of midway? Why not? That's who, that's who you are. That's who you are. Take advantage of what it is that it, football is seasonal. So do, do Aaron Rodgers the, the, not playing the same type of weather? But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers can what, throw. What, 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 what? He can throw. So why we can't get a quarterback that can throw? Why the fuck we got to pound the rock because so, and throw five-yard so jumps? Don't find a, a, a Patrick Mahomes lookalike in, in Justin Fields who's 60-something yards. Come on now. I can get out there and get 60-something yards. I've got to talk to you about this I can game. get 60 yards. Not with Matt Nagy giving you fucking I, I can't. Because right. I'm going to be fucking Steven Willie Beeman and I'm going to change some plays out there before you You got to pull me. You know me, what you're going to say? Right. Pull me. <laughs> okay, pull me. Because I'm going to say So I understand. We're going to get back to uh, the, the vaccination, but I'm going to say this. So, I'm out there and I'm getting sacked nine times. Yeah. At what point will I, at what point will I say, fuck you, coach. I'm going to do something that makes me look good and that helps the team. You know why you, you can't can, do You that? can only go down. You can only go down from here. You know, you know a, a, a fucking fuck a bull dagger, a hunky can do that shit. I don't know what a hunky is. I heard it before. I heard it on TV somewhere. I don't know. What I think it's a white man. Let's look it up. We want another uh uh what, what? <laughs> definition searching with Dale. Oh, hunky's old man. Huh? <laughs> oh, right. Is that racist calling himself that? Um, 
He can go up there and change the plays. And you know what they'll do? I can't stand to watch these Uncle Tom ass niggas. We're going to turn it. This show is going to be all over the place. Uncle Tom ass fucking Marcellus Wiley, uh, Dominique Foxworth, all these Uncle Toms who can't wait to say, yeah, well, the kid's just not ready. Shut the fuck up. Do you see? Do you think Dan Olowski is going to sit his ass up there and say that about Trevor Lawrence or fucking Zach Wilson, who's fucking terrible? For the Jets? They're playing terrible. But you don't hear nobody saying they're not ready. They should play on a bad team. Why do y'all keep saying that this man is not ready? You're watching the same. So, mm-hmm. if you got Keyshawn Johnson, Ryan Clark, Dan Olasky, Rex Ryan, all these people telling you one thing, and you got a handful of Uncle Tom ass niggas who want to say, I got your boss. I'm going to get this nigga. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to let y'all just get this nigga, let this nigga off the hook. You know what I'm saying? Stop saying he's not ready. If you know football, if you if you know football, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying, bro. You go, you can't play a game like you playing John fucking Madden and expect the, it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. So when you watch first tape or whatever, please don't watch first off. Please don't watch first tape. The playmaker is funny on Mondays. He's a damn fool. <laughs> He's an idiot. He's a joke. He is everything that that white man wanted to be. He is illiterate. He's belligerent. He can't say a sentence. He's uneducated. He's a damn fool. Nappy-headed nigga sitting up on that damn podium, shot, screaming at the top of his lungs, can't complete a sentence. You want to see that? <laughs> Stephen A. Smith standing up with his fucking hand in his pocket <laughs> like he cool, saying a bunch of uneducated football shit like him, Chris Broussard. Please stop talking about other things other than basketball. We can tell that it's not your passion. Please stop. Oh, man. You got to make it into comedy. Like, it is not funny. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself, Stephen A. Stop saying Nick Foles. Anybody that's sitting their stupid black ass up here saying Nick Foles. Super Bowl winning quarterback Nick Foles? What's the next topic, man? (laughs) Kyrie Irving. Well, Sit well, down. Well, your, get your, cut. your decision to get the vaccination, even though the vaccination doesn't really stop anything or doesn't really prevent anything, people still die, as Nicki Minaj says. It's a requirement. They become swollen testicles. <laughs> That's foolishness. It's a requirement, and it's a team that, that you sign up for. Somebody's paying you $200 million to get vaccinated. But why would you, as an individual who's not on the team, get vaccinated? Huh? Why, would, why do you want the vaccination? Because I've experienced COVID. Oh, and I you really, can still experience it again. You, you absolutely can. But I want to say the measures that I was taking to prevent COVID from being in my body for two years, mm-hmm. if I'm taking those same precautions with the vaccine, which is something that I don't want to do as well. Mm-hmm. But I also understand, like, I'm not telling you that you got to do it. Like, because I'm still on the fence about it. Like they said, December 6th, I'm glad. Because I, Marie got the vaccination and it altered her taste for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? They have a headache. You know it's going to be side effects. I looked it up. I'm like, this shit really not telling you nothing. It's just saying side effects. Just like COVID. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, ain't nothing you can take. It's a virus. You got to run its course. So just beat your fucking body up for 90 days. <laughs> like, you're not contagious, but don't think that you like, healthy. She's like, yeah, your lungs is taking a pounding. The most important part I never got to 
the alter of the alternation of my smell. Mm -hmm. We thought we weren't gonna be able to do the show the same way no more because I couldn't smoke weed for two weeks. Mm. We like when my smell came back, it was distorted and altered. Weed smelled like toast. Medicine smelled like perfume. Perfume smelled like medicine. Shit was just all. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my nose? Why does this shit smell like this? <laughs> I put my mask on and I be steady smelling medicine. I be having headaches and shit. And I'm like, I thought I wasn't gonna ever be right. You know what I'm saying? So like, now that I'm, I'm like 95. percent But then when I start working, you get worked up. I was talking to one of my um bosses. She had COVID in November. She said her fucking taste still isn't correct. And she still feels like a little tightness in her chest from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. It's like, what is it getting in your body? And then it leaves a lingering after effect. Like, Hooli still got a little cough. And another one popped up when I'm on that. Um, so that's why I would say, I just take, I look at my grandmother, mm -hmm. who got the Johnson & Johnson. and I got it as well. He did. <laughs> he gonna get that black shit. Um, and... Uh, you just take extra precautions to 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 get yourself where you need to be. Then when they talk about like they're gonna make it mandated, it's gonna be to the point that you have to be vaccinated to do pretty much anything. So you are gonna stop your life and keep bitching about it? They don't care. They're just whooping, fucking ripping their Haiti ass all over the fucking border, and no one gives a fuck. No one was actually. And then the fucking governor, yeah, I didn't see whips either. <laughs> yeah, no one was getting whipped. Actually. I saw them riding around. They probably <laughs> lasso on their ass, but I don't think they was whipping them. Call this episode Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> With that picture up there. Um, but then I also saw... Fuck, I really want to see it. Right? <laughs> Lasso. Then we get the real supporters. These guys get it. They get it. These niggas get it. Uh, this boy funny. Um, the governor of Texas said, Hey, I'm going to hire all of those guys that got fired. For, for doing that shit at the border. Why you gotta be the white of so racist? <laughs> I that shit. Why you gotta say it out loud? Like, just go ahead and get them niggas a job so we don't know about it. That's what I was saying, man. Fuck you, we're gonna rape our fucking sisters who yeah. have babies that can't get abortions and all in the same and, and high, Sick. And, Sick. In hindsight, looking back, Obama did such a terrible thing to, for black people because... He did not go in that office and be unapologetically black. We see so many white politicians just be so fucking racist, outwardly, proudly, and it's like when we uh, get in Trump office, opened his office, he kicked that motherfucker down. It doesn't matter though. Like Lori Lightfoot, she's in office. She's not unapologetically black. She's a joke. She's not. She won't have a job. You think she's gonna get reelected? But why not? I don't live in the city, so I don't have to deal with Lightfoot and all her rules. But you tell me, whenever you see her stupid fade having ass get on TV, look at the comments that's flying on you. <laughs> look at the comments. And I'm saying because she won't be employed much longer. <laughs> I'm being honest. Do you think, do you think Lori Lightfoot is getting reelected? I do. <laughs> You're a fool. You're a damn fool. These white people are dumb. <laughs> you know what they keep saying? Vote Jamal Green in. 
Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Willie Williams. Let me have one the black actor. Jamal Green's the black actor. Let me tell you something. Every time a nigga gets in and performs the way that Obama, I'm doing the Trump hand. Obama, Obama, and motherfucking Lightfoot. You better believe a white man is coming in full force. <laughs> Niggas, they keep bringing up. This is what they say about Lightfoot. Watch that talk about the Bears. Yeah, she put this much passion into protecting downtown and, and, and stopping these babies from getting killed on the streets. She'd be a, a great mayor. They're going to bring a white man in who's going to say, all you niggas, shoot these guns, shoot these babies. Which laws him, laws them. We catch your black ass downtown, bust a window. Still building. Niggas is going to pay. They're going to hit it. They're going to hit you where you hurt because a black motherfucker gets in. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. They straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. You want them to be the mayor from the shop. That's what you want them to be. Right. Come in that motherfucker. Be Duda. Well, fuck you. <laughs> well, I'm doing shit that ain't real. I'm saying things. I'm fighting the cops. I'm getting shot. I'm back up. Be Duda. I'm, I'm walking off the job. And don't be Duda because Duda's not the man anymore. And clearly his wife is going to be the new mayor of Chicago. So... Be her. The shy's a joke. She's gonna be who Lightfoot should be in the coming season. I guarantee you. You a damn fool. If, if it was someone I can place bets and bet odds on Lightfoot being reelected, I bet the house. I bet my house on that shit. She won't walk her black ass into another term. I don't even know how long that term is. I think it's four years. <clears throat> I'm Same glad shit. I don't have to vote for uh for mayor. Who's your mayor? We don't have one. Who's your Who's your politician? Your governor? Doesn't matter. Right. Because I guarantee you. Well, what you worry about? I'm what telling you, you worry about life. city politics. Who's the fucking man? Borgoyne bitches that you're fucking man. Princeton. Princeton. And all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Let me tell you about these. He's a dick. Joe Biden. Motherfucking Joe Biden. Trump run for it again? Why not? Fuck it. You going for Trump? I will never, I will never verbally say those things. But nothing has changed. Biden, you ever seen Biden got a hold a fucking sentence? Who I just say could hold a sentence? Michael Irvin? You heard fucking Joe? <laughs> Did you say Joe Biden? He was asleep when he was sitting up there having that, that conversation. I did not, man. <laughs> and he was like this. And he was.
God damn it, Joe. Yeah, because the government's out of money on the 18th. Out of money. Joe Biden, what are you doing? It's not the government's out of money. Not his fault. They bring money. You make money. What are you talking about? What do you mean you out of money? The machines are down? You just say any fucking thing. Like, why the fuck do they think they can just say anything? This chair is squeaky as hell. Why do they think they can just say anything? <laughs> What's going on, man? I don't, I don't know, man. man. See? But for the NFL, uh, for the vaccinations things for the NBA, how do you feel? What's your stance? Do you, so you think they should just take the vaccination? And, and no, I think they should have the freedom to do whatever they like. But I tell you, like, I think the NBA is in more trouble than any sport. Um, because you already had these, uh, it started with Trump and these white motherfuckers trying to turn, change the narrative, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, they go out to LeBron for supporting China for certain shit, you know what I'm saying? And then they talk about how the way, if you do support blacks and how much, I think they're ruining their own product the way they water it down and just the way that they become, like, diva-like, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Characters, uh, celebrities. You know what I'm saying? When everything just becomes about me, and they just—it seems like it's just like, well, it, it, it's a good and a bad thing because it seems like they got poor control. Mm-hmm. Like it's the one sport where they have more control than the owners. But it's also not healthy for their brand and what they're trying to do. Because once LeBron is out, this motherfucker, then what? Got KD. KD ain't a, Le- a figure like LeBron. That's Steph. They're not figures like Just LeBron. Interview Mike, your goat. They're not figures like LeBron. Mike is. Mike, what did Mike talk about? I didn't watch that shit. Right. I guarantee he ain't talking about no motherfucking politics. You know what I'm saying? He gonna fall in line. You know what I'm saying? Just like David Stern did what he did to the goat, putting that dress code in because he ain't like him. He ain't like his ways. Won't always get you in there, my nigga. Um, a joke. Excuse me? Nothing. Uh, but yeah, man, I just think that they hurting it. Like, and then you got people like, so what's he going to do? Say, oh, I'm not going to play? Is he going to lose game checks? I think was, I think the New York situation is, is crazy because you don't need, so Kyrie needs a vaccination because he plays in Brooklyn and he resides in Brooklyn. But visiting players that's come to Brooklyn don't need to have the vaccination. Yeah, Golden State got to do that shit too, don't they? I, don't, I haven't heard. Is it Harrison Barnes? He can, no, not Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Right. So I don't know if it's he a, can't play home game. But I don't know if it's the same thing. So if it's the same thing, that's stupid to me. That's like because I live here, I have to have a vaccination. But all the players that come to play here visiting don't gotta have a vaccination. That makes no sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I ain't know it was like that. Yeah, and in Brooklyn, it's like that. It's like that. That's stupid. So why do I have to get a vaccination if they don't like? So if I change my address to Boston, do I gotta get a vaccination? Like I don't, I don't know, man. I don't understand it, but I, I I hope vaccination issues don't ruin this NBA season because I think it's gonna be a great NBA season, and I'm the looking. Pool's I'm, gonna be good. I think the Bulls gonna be a fifth seed, fourth or fifth seed. I think I'm gonna watch some Bulls games this year. I think the only thing that's going to hurt the Bulls is the coach, which is what always hurts the Bulls. The Bulls always have a halfway decent team. And I think they got a solid coach. Who the, don't think so? who the fuck is the coach? <clears throat> Billy Donovan. He ain't the coach no more, I think. Yes, he is. Is he? on Thunder. He's still the coach? Yeah, he's still the coach. They got a good coach, man. Billy Donovan ain't the coach, man. Look it up. I don't got to look it up. I know that. I know that, bitch. It's some random white man they hired. It's not, bro. It's Billy Donovan. Still? Yeah. That's bad. Billy Donovan ain't shit. 
Man, he went to the motherfucking finals twice. Something NCAA? Yeah, who was the head coach? Billy Donovan. I don't see that man. What the fuck? This dude. Let me go all the way to the motherfucking where is it at? Clearly he's lying to me. 2020 the president. Billy Donovan. It says Doug Collins. Man, shut the hell up. <laughs> Jim Boyd and Fred Hoiberg fired, fired. Who's trash. before Billy Donovan then? This is a no-name guy, right? Jim Boyd. Fucking awful. <laughs> Jim Boyd was bad. He will never see the NBA Billy, bench again. Billy Donovan's a pretty good coach in terms of uh, t- coaching up talent, so I guess. But, uh, yeah, man. So, that's been our week. That's, that's been why we've been on the hiatus. Uh, Dale had COVID. Then I caught a little cold. So, you know, we didn't come back last week. So, we're back. We're back. We're back, guys. We we're, are back. We are back. <laughs> Just so happened that Dale caught COVID when CLB dropped, finally. I mean, I had the freshest. Damn. I had I had the freshest of hearts in my head, and this guy Dale calls and says he has fucking COVID. So I think he did it purposely. You should have seen my mustache and my hair while I was out for COVID. No. I mean, it was I, I was like a grizzly man. Dale did it purposely because he didn't want to talk about the Drake album. We've had a build up as a podcast for a whole year in terms of CLB. One of our episodes was named CLB. I mean, and I don't understand it. This guy, he just has no Dale has no type of feel for theatrics or mm. anything like that, you know. You can have some shit lined up, we're gonna knock him dead, and he'll be like, I don't feel like doing it. This you like Maul. You are Maul. You are the fucking Maul of the of, of the straight gas on your podcast. You just move by the beat of your own drum. You don't give a shit. You just do things your own way, man. But it's alright. We are back. And we are here for Dale to tell us why he loves Love the Bible. Is that the name That's of the song? That's my nerd song? I think it is. In the Bible. In the Bible. In the Bible. And I'm surprised that you don't like it. I just don't know what you what you expected from Dirk. You want to give your, your Drake review or mine first, real quick? You do yours. Because so, I haven't listened to much of it. When I first heard Drake's album, had we came in to do the podcast that, that next day after mm-hmm. it came out, I probably would have came in here and praised Drake's album. I probably would have been on my Joe Budden shit whenever Drake album come out. So you think Donda better is, is better? Than I think CLB is better than Donda. I still haven't listened to Donda. I still don't have a reason or an inkering to listen to Donda. But you see way too sexy video? I think I saw like a little snippet of it. Okay. Um, I, I liked CLB when it first came out. So I would have been in here praising it. But the more that I went on listening to CLB, it's like I started to be like, I don't really think... I think it's a good album, but it's not a great album. Like, I don't think it's that one song on this album that people just gonna run to and be like, man, I need to hear this. Like, how Kendrick Lamar, for one of his albums, he got loyalty and humble. Or like Drake on all his other albums he got. Right. Like, he got over and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's no... The one song on here I would think is maybe No Friends in the Industry, Pipe Down... My favorite song is probably, I think, TSU. Um, yeah, other than that, um, I, I, I'm way too sexy. It's a single, but that's not, that's a, that's a weird-ass, annoying-ass song. I don't really like it. So it's like from, the more I had to sit with this album, the more I felt like it really wasn't that, it was a good album. It wasn't great from all the hype that it was. It was just like, I just stopped, I started to not like it. 
the more and more I had to sit and live with it. And it was like, I don't feel like anybody really got off because I'm looking for a sing a rapping Drake album and not a singing Drake album. So you like, so you like pretty much track fucking, um, where does shit start at? What the fuck? So like track 10 all the way down to like track 14. So that's what you like all that. When you rap, you rap. I like, I like Champagne's poetry. I like Poppy's home. Mm-hmm. I like Love All. Mm-hmm. TSU, Pipe Down, No Friends, Knife Talk is good, 7 a.m. on Bridal bridal Path is good, and the rest is, mm, they're not bad songs, but they're just not songs that I would want to go listen to. See, it's all about what you're looking for with Drake. Now, I told you before, all Drake albums ain't really got no longevity with me, Mm -hmm. except for Take Care. Um... And maybe, uh, what's the one? Nothing was the same? Is that when he was in, like, the sky background? Yeah. With, um... That's the one with worst behavior on there. My favorite and song on Too Much. Um, Too Much is my favorite song on there. I would say... You want my review on it now? I can't believe you don't like the Dirt Verse. I absolutely love the Dirt Verse. I don't um, like the Dirt Verse because... He don't drink out. Dirt. You, you won't rap about gangster shit. Dirk, the closest person you can compare Dirk to in this era is Lil Baby. Whenever Lil Baby gets on a song with Drake, he brings his A game. Dirk ain't Lil Baby. But I feel like Dirk, was the verse good? It was good. But do I feel like Dirk could have went harder and like, where's that? You know, back in the day when if you got a, if Hove let you be a feature on his song, you was bringing your fucking A game because you knew who you was getting on the song. I think Dirk did. And you he, think and that was Dirk A game? For that song. And then he brought attention to his himself by mentioning India and had everybody on the internet talking about the damn verse. You see what I'm saying? So it's a strategic business move as well. And then But I'm not looking for that as a rap fan. I'm looking I'm looking, looking for you to give me Davy talking Drake. I'm looking for you to give me Hellcats and Track House Drake. Not on no Drake song, oh. Dirk, you mean. But not on I mean, no Drake yeah. song. No, I don't want to hear that. Just just rapping. Like, just I don't like, I listen to fucking Pat. Even Pat, Superpowers. Why, why you can't give me Superpowers Dirk that ain't, on he, that? He doesn't want to listen. When I listen to, when I listen to Project Pat, 21 Savage, and Drake, I turn Drake shit off. Because I don't want to hear Drake on that beat. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, when I first, I like it. But the way 21 come in, rapping like uh, Project Pat and shit, that shit was hard and it slammed. So, like, when I first heard, like I said, it don't have longevity with me. One of the songs that stay in constant rotation with me is uh, Poppy's Home mm-hmm. and the Bible and, and and Way Too Sexy. When I first heard it, hold on. Because you like skin. Because you like skin. No, no, no. When I first heard it, I said, what is this shit? I took that shit off. I said, I want to hear this shit. What the fuck Drake doing? I saw the video. Maybe like the song. You a video guy though. I'm a video guy. I don't watch videos. So when I, I heard the video, I said, I just kind of slick. As soon as I got over COVID, the first song I played was way too sexy. I turned my bass all the way up. <laughs> and it was a, it's a, it's a smooth did ass you, ride. How was your, how did you listen to it? Did you sing it? 
I don't know the words of you like grooving in the chip, in the seat. I always groove. I may I may talk. <laughs> I may use the hand a little bit. I don't do too much. I ain't DJ Khaled in the back seat, fucking dancing. Sure don't. Like nah, I ain't doing all that. You got that? Okay. Nah, I ain't doing all that. But I did enjoy the song. I enjoyed the album. So for me, uh, off initial listen, and if I had to be honest with it, I like uh, Champagne Poetry, uh, Poppy's Home, Girls Want Girls. Had everybody talking about it. At first it was cool, just not my type of song. It's right. smooth, but no, nah, I can do without. Now I had a conversation with someone who said, "You know how they how they got the saying of he understood the assignment." Yeah, I feel like little baby understood the assignment of rapping with Drake. And that's what I mean. He's gonna give you the quotables. He's gonna give you the good verse. He's gonna give you the flow. He's gonna do what you need to do on a Drake song that makes that shit. Rip- like, motherfuckers going to play it and play it and play it and play it. Even if you're not a little Baby fan, you'll still play that song because it's just a good song. Like, when Dirk get with Drake, I don't feel like he understands the assignment. And me and that person agreed that Dirk didn't understand the assignment. He just did with the India. Well, with the India. Uh, but that's obvious. I, but that's, I mean, to who? I feel they like, talking about But I feel like little Baby's verse relates to men and women. And Dirk and little baby got in this verse. Uh, Can't think I'm not talking here. I'm drunk. Or just listen to it. That's not fair. That's not fair. But little baby has this one about eating uh, his girl eating pussy, and he like eating pussy too, or some shit like that. But I can't really remember. Well, I'm just saying, like I, I feel like a lot of times I'm not. Dirk is one of my favorite rappers out right now. It's probably my favorite rapper out right now. Um... I just feel like a lot of times when I hear Dirk, like, he just, he'll kill some shit like Stash Box. He killed that. But then when you get on some shit with Drake, it's like, you give me, like, the pop shit. And it's like, nah, I'm waiting for, maybe it's Drake. Maybe I'm waiting for Drake to get on some shit where Drake gonna spit his shit, and then he gonna give Dirk a chance to spit his shit. Like the song and, with Lil Wayne? Cool. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about, like, them just spitting. Because they rapping on that. Drake and Wayne? Yeah, Drake, Wayne, and Ross. You ain't listening to that? The No Friends in the Industry shit? No. Uh, the, what's that song? That's on, um... Man, man, what are you talking about, man? It's, um... You Only Live Twice? Yeah. Right. Put Dirk on that. Why? So he just get fucking destroyed? You think Dirk could get destroyed on some shit like that? Who, who had a weak verse on him? Nobody. But that's what I'm saying. So you don't feel like when Dirk rap, he can't step up to the to that to that bar. Yeah, but like you said, I'm saying he rap a little baby number. I'm like, that's a different crowd for him to rap with. Like his lyrics is different than what they give him. Like, Rick Ross lyrics is different than Drake and Wayne. Rick Ross got off. He's spitting on that bitch. But why don't you? Fi- but Dirk that's- on because Dirk be spitting, but he be talking that shit that you understand. He speak that real shit. Like Dirk would get off. We'll be, we'll be like. Dirk will be up like, you better not like a picture. I don't care who you think. We don't like them niggas. You feel that shit, you like, that shit cold. Ross ain't saying shit this way. Because you understand it. You know what I'm saying? We be like, we feel that shit because we know what he's talking about. We understand. A motherfucker that don't understand what he's talking about on a Drake album, they're not understanding that shit. They just like, he's still getting off, but it's a different level, a different par than what Drake, Wayne, and, and you can say Wayne talking about pussy, talking about ass, talking about this. But he rapping his act. He rap. I think Wayne had the weakest verse on that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that. And that don't mean nothing because 
they all got off on that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wouldn't want to hear Dirk on that. I, I just want to hear. I love Dirk on that song. I know Dirk can rap, so when I say that, I'm just always saying I want to. I want Dirk to show that he can fucking rap with anybody on a song with someone like Drake because now you get that exposure. So if you get Drake on the song, so for people like Emery, like my brother who don't like Dirk, mm-hmm. if they listen to that song, it's not gonna make them like Dirk. So that's 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 all I mean. Tell so, them to listen to Donda. Tell them to listen to uh, this shit with him and Lil Baby. They like Lil Baby. I'm saying like Not Emory, he don't listen to nothing but But like, even uh, if you listen to like Ross. So when Ross get with Drake, he kill everything all the time. Ross can rap. Dirk can rap. Dirk can rap, but Ross rap different than Dirk. Dirk Ross can rap that punchline shit like lyrical, lyrical shit. Dirk can be lyrical. Dirk not lyrical. He Dirk can, can be. rap. Dirk can rap. You don't think he can be lyrical? He can be lyrical. He not lyrical. He can rap. He said real shit. But why he can't switch that? That's what Meek do. But Meek, I, I feel like Meek be getting off on shit because he spit that real lyrical shit. Well, I'm saying, I'm not saying Dirk can't do it. I'm just saying that's another field. That's another... Go ahead. Meek Mill on What's Beef with Rick Ross and Jay-Z. Do you not feel like Dirk can give you the type of Meek Mill verse? Meek Mill is different rapping than Dirk. Meek Mill is better rapping than Dirk. Oh my God. Uh, you don't think Meek Mill is better rapping than Dirk? I me. love Dirk. You know, Dirk, like my number one right now. You don't think Meek Mill a better rapper? You let me answer. All right. From listening to Meek's just the project that he just put out, I would say he's better, yes. I would Why say. are you talking about this project? But you listen to the one before that, Championship? I did. You ain't listen to I, What's Beat? You heard him rap on I had, that. I did. You heard him rap on Ambition. I did. Stop! What are you talking about? I'm, saying, I'm just saying. I feel like Dirk called up to Meek at some at one point, but oh, then certain, but certain shit. But then when Meek put this out, I was like, all right, you can see the difference between Dirk and Meek, and you can see someone who's I feel like is comfortable in the lane that they in, and who's yeah, not Meek trying to it. necessarily chase something. It's like I don't. I feel like Dirk to me, Dirk is is a veteran in the game, and he shouldn't be still chasing something. He still shouldn't still be trying to chase the sound or chase. Uh, fan base or anything like that. I feel like if Dirk and Meek, if, if, if Drake and Meek get on the song, Meek gonna do what Meek do. He ain't gonna try to do what Drake do or try to make this type of song that Drake wanna make. Dirk did what Dirk do. He wasn't trying to be like Drake. That's what you saying? Let me adjust my hat. So Wayne's song. <laughs> Fix my hat. I just don't like that shit. I don't like how Dirk rap when he with Drake. That's just how I feel. I got two songs. I don't like how Dirk rap when he get with Drake. Ah, you want some bar shit. That's how I, I don't like that. Yeah, I want I want 52 bars Drake when he get with Dirk. Give me a rapping song and get on that with Drake. 52 bars, Dirk. Can't fuck with not nothing that this Dirk is putting out. I'm He's not saying. Say I'm saying. I just want that type of Dirk. Just rapping. Just, just, just rap. You're not getting that on no Drake song. You should. Especially not no singing. Well, we should but Drake's album was was decent. I think it was pretty good. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was in term. It was better than Scorpion, but Scorpion wasn't that good to me either. So and they think Scorpion the classic. It did have God's playing. It had the key key. But I'm like, all right. I don't, I don't like all those two minute no four verses. Like Drake is like the king of that two verses in the a hook type. Shit. I hate that type of. I, I just. 
I think I just don't necessarily like how Drake makes music at this point. So those whole like him and the song with him and Hov, it's like Drake's verse is just like his chorus and his verse mixed together, and then Hov rap. It's like I didn't tell you had a verse. Yeah, it's like it, I don't like that type of music. So to be honest, I don't really listen to this Drake album because the way he make music, I don't really rock with it like that. So, but it's it's. It's still good music. It's just music that I just prefer not to hear unless I'm in a certain type of mood. That that's how I took Drake out. Yeah, man. But I it's always, still better than Donda, even though I didn't hear. Yeah, Donda. I always hear that shit about Drake. Like it don't really have a high shelf life for me. I think I think I don't think this is like better than not even close to Take Care or. Uh, I mean, more even more shit. life. I don't think this shit better than more life. Uh, I think you gotta let it settle. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of those albums, they had to grow on you. They had to settle in that, and it still got replay value to this point. I think this album had that too. I think he just he just need to find the right single. He ain't found a single yet. You know what I'm saying? To make this shit really take well, off. Well, it can't be like down mean. because J. Cole destroyed Pipe Down, man. What do you rank them? J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, man. And I would throw Meek Mill in there. What do you write? Stop. Don't put Meek in there. Can't put Meek in there? Meek got my business there. Um, okay. Drake, Kendrick Lamar. And, and J. Cole. I would go. For me, my preference. My preference, I would go. Drake, of course. Who else? I'm fucked up. Who else? J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. I would go. J. Cole. And then, and then Kendrick. Okay. Did you hear J. Cole's? No, I didn't. I haven't listened to anything with J. Cole on it. Wow, really? You're not a J. Cole fan? No, I ain't really interested. Okay. Not for me. But I respect what he do. And I know he a beast. You know what I'm saying? I am fucking. All right, well. I'm Hammer. <laughs> MC Hammer. That's on. Well, we got two albums that came out. Okay. No, two, three. Three albums. Meek album came out. We ain't get to that yet. Wayne put an album out. We ain't get to that yet. I said, but you know who's the surprise now. album? Booker Six Hundred. <laughs> it's a Booker. It's Booker. Okay. I didn't want to let you know. That I listen. I was, I was like, it's the Booker. Dirk said Booker is gonna be a black rock star. I didn't listen to Booker. I remember we had that 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 segment on the show a couple of episodes ago when I said you always let me know. You be like. Booker put an album, put a song out. It was like, <laughs> I didn't know he was a singer. So I listened to the song with Lil Baby, Meerkat, mm-hmm. which I was listening to it high smoking. And I'm like, first of all, Lil Baby got off, but what is Booker talking about in the chorus? And the song, I'm like, he's not making no sense at all. He's riding the beat. It's a good song, good beat, but I don't know how you mirror in a cat or you're a cat. You you, you rap faster than a cat like a mirror. What I, is a mirror cat? I, it's what T Bone is. It's what a mirror cat is. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> That's what the fuck a mirror cat is. It's what T Bone was from T Bone and Poopa. <laughs> That's crazy. So I listened to that song. It was good. I listened to Relentless. Man, listen, I was fucking dying laughing. Booker and Dirk singing on that song. It's like, it's like Dirk was sitting in the booth and Booker started singing and Dirk said, hold my bill. Let me 
Dirk get up here and show you. Dirk got off. Now, on Relentless. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just fell asleep, too. You have to edit that out. Wow. Um, Relentless Dirk got off. That, it's that type of Dirk that I want to hear with Drake. You want to hear Pain Dirk? Right. They ain't got them type of song, bro. Man. They rapping about other shit. Dirt killed that. Even in the last little 10 seconds of the song when he came back in. and mm-hmm. Man, that shit was cold. And I listened to The City Made Me This Way. I'm going to do it again. Fall asleep. I guess we're going to cut this episode Yo, short. Listen. To the City Made God Me. God damn, man. Drinking this shit. Damn. Damn, me embarrassing on the motherfucking camera. I, I listened to The City Made Me This Way. And that shit good, too. So I listened to those three songs. They was good songs. I'm like, I'm honestly going to go listen to this album. On the way home? I, maybe not on the way home. I need to stay woke. But. <laughs> meerkat. Shit, I'm driving like a meerkat. But it's good. It's a good surprise. I do feel like Buka could be a good artist. Like, when I listen to it, I, I, my honesty, my first thing I said, is this Broadway? Because it gave me like a raw way type of feel. No, ain't no damn raw way. I'm just saying it gave that type of feel. Like that, that singing, rapping, like intermediate type of style. Like you don't know which one he is. He like a hood nigga that, that sing and harmonize. But mm-hmm. you still know he with the shits. So I'm like, that's like a new lane. Like everybody that came from Chicago and that drill scene. Like it all been like rappers. It's never been like no singing ass nigga that came from the drill scene. And if he's going to be that and go that way and go in that lane. He can be in there all by himself. And he can make him and Famous Dex can tear that little weird lane shit up. Famous Dex is high. He higher than the fuck I am right now. Well, when he gets better. The last bitch I put up. He just got out of jail. He supposed to be better. <laughs> Hopefully he gets better than what he is. He can start getting he better, dog. <laughs> you know but, he got videos getting head on fucking, uh, on the internet, like on porn sites. Like, he was high as fucking like. First off, what are you doing? Why are you doing this on live? Who do you think you are? He think you boot game. He definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I boot your ass off this camera. You're embarrassing yourself, dog. You know what I'm saying? Do that shit in privacy because you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, but definitely. <coughs> I would say <coughs> go check out Buka 600 Loyal. Um, good music, good album. I'll say check mm-hmm. that out. For sure. For sure. I agree. <laughs> tape delay. That was tape delay. That's the name of the album? What did I just say? You said tape delay. No, that's that's how long the, the beat was after uh, the last comment. Oh. Meek album. How you feel about Meek album? I just said I'm talking about Meek album next week because I haven't listened to I it. I listened to the old Meek album. Yeah, I would say I've listened to Blue Notes too mm-hmm. and Sharing Locations. Okay. Um, I'll say from the money bag yo song all the way up until I say the end of the album. So the second half of the album, I don't really like the first like seven songs. Like they can keep that even sharing locations. I haven't heard sharing locations until tonight. Um, and when I heard it, I didn't really like it. I think I was kind of disappointed. Um, I told you why off camera. I'll say it on camera. Um, I just feel like those three are the best rappers out right now in this generation. Um, and I feel like they could have went a little hard. They could have did a little better. Like, Meek, this nigga, fall asleep again. Meek, Meek and Lil Uzi, 
I think they got on on this on this shit. Mika Lil guys. Mika Lil Uzi got on on that album and on that song, Blue Notes too. Okay. And I feel like Dirk and Lil Baby could have got off on Sharon Location. So when I heard it, I was like, yeah, it was good, but it was just like I'm just expecting something way more because yeah. now y'all have reached that stratosphere. Like when you put a song out, I'm expecting you to bring heat because. That's what your name garner. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when Quavo, if Quavo put a song out, if Quavo and Lil Baby put a song out, if Quavo and Pooh Shiesty put a song out, mm-hmm. you expecting that shit to be hard because that's the expectation you got from the motherfuckers. Like I ain't got no little bullshit expectations for y'all because of y'all body of work and who y'all are. So I already like sharing locations, but the rest mm-hmm. of that shit, I thought it was good. My favorite song is Love Train and what the fuck is uh, this guy? Let me not, not ask him. He clearly doesn't know. We got to wrap this show up. This, this guy is like... This fucking guy. I've drank more than him. I've smoked more than him. Cold and make you tired. You don't have it anymore. So my system like that is... Whipping my ass internally. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Let me stop. All right, man. I'm going to slap myself. But no. Love Train is my favorite song off there. We Slide and Tweak It. He got off on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I will check it out. Yeah, so from... I didn't really like the Moneybag Yo song. So I would say from song 9 to... 9 to 14 is nothing but heat. Nothing but heat. The last couple of songs is him getting into his sad R&B bag and all that shit. It was good songs, but it's just not really what I want to hear from me. But yeah, 9 through 14... Nothing but fucking fire. How you feel about Meek's album before we get out of here, man? I just told him twice. Oh, you didn't say that. So, Lil Wayne, man. Lil Wayne also put out an album, I just man. I told you that as well. Oh, my God. That, this guy. That shit just came out of that work. This guy's a fan. It's 30 minutes long. I listened to Lil Wayne album. I listened to album. one song. I listened you know to it all the way Rich, here. Rich the Kid is a hard listen. What song did you listen to, guy? Feeling Like Tucci. That's it? That's it. And you couldn't listen to nothing else? I was at work, sir. I was on the phone the other half. And then we started right to do the pod. That's why I just said, give me some time to look at it. Go give me your review. Headlock. My, my review is this. And, and we can get out of here on this for real because Dale is, is out of here. Um, I wanted to ask you. Before, I didn't know you was going to get this incapacitated. But where would you rank Little Wayne in terms of artists of the year? So if you had to put him in like how NBA do MVP votings, like what would you, what would Wayne be in your MVP voting for this year? Because me personally, I think Wayne is back. Wayne has he has at least maybe ten features already this year, and then he puts out a surprise album with Rich the Kid. And from listening to that album, like I don't think Wayne is Mr. B. And honestly, oh. on the way here, on the way here, I said to myself, is this the best rapping that I've heard all year? From anybody? Honestly. Like, just listening to his metaphors, his punchlines, the shit that he was saying, I'm like, I haven't. Now, maybe I'm being biased because I didn't listen to J. Cole, but. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm being biased because I didn't listen to J. Cole, but. I, I do think that this album with Wayne and Rich the Kid, I understand what you're saying about Rich the Kid, but 
Honestly, he does pretty good on his album, man. He does. <laughs> Wayne does pretty I wish the kid does pretty good on his album. My favorite song on his album is Headlock, Admit It, and Steel. I mean, Jesus Christ. What they did on Steel is ridiculous. But, yeah, that, that's my review. Wayne is back. Wayne is back. And Wayne is back. And I will put Wayne second behind Dirk, of course. Just tell me when I fall asleep, then my mouth not open. It's not. It's not. But I will put... It's like this? I, yeah, it's just like that. I will put Wayne second behind Dirk. What would you rank Wayne this year in rap? Why are you saying you'll put him second? Because I, th- I, 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 I can't deny what Little Dirk has done this year. Every That's single one. Hmm? You said you'll put him second. Behind Dirk. Why would you put him second? I'm, 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 you just interrupted me as I'm explaining to you. Go ahead. Every song that's charting has Little Dirk on it. Every hot song that's came out this year has Little Dirk on it. Any hot artist that's came out this year has been influenced in some way, as we've heard from the story with Corey LeRae, in some way by Dirt. Like, this is the year of Dirt. 2021 is the year of Dirt. I think 2020 was the year of Vaughn. And this is why I always religiously say, I think people need to put some respect on Chicago's name in terms of music and impact and all things. And... If you don't feel like that, then hey, call it what you call it what it is. But you can't name me if you go to a club and they play all the hot songs from 2021. Dirk is gonna be on like 85 percent of the motherfuckers. Lil Wayne not gonna be on 65 percent. So he, I don't know why you would play some second. I'm but, rapping ability. That's what I'm saying. So it's a rapping ability. So in in, in terms of in, impact. I me placing them second would be me using my Wayne bias, but I would definitely probably put him in the top five. Second would definitely probably be Lil Baby. Third probably be J Cole or some shit like that. You know, maybe some people would put the baby on up there or something like that. I don't know, but Wayne is Wayne has put out a lot of music over the past like two months, two three months. But yeah. I really hope you can crop out the last 25 minutes. <laughs> that I'll be force-fed to the audience. So he can get his point across. All right, man. We're out of here, man. That has been episode... Was we ain't six? drinking 68. 68. I ain't drinking shit else no more ever on the fucking pod. Because I always fall asleep. One more for the road? Hell no. 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 He's off tomorrow, people. Does that have to work? Take a shot. Oh, man, fuck that. Um, did you see Crazy Bone on Drink Champs? Nah, I didn't see that yet. I'm I, watching, mean, I can't believe they're not looking at that good song. They were fucking drunk. He drunk a fifth and a half of uh, Hennessy. It's all in your mind, man. Nah, they was drunk. He was like, look. Right, and Nori was, was like, uh, the, the boom, 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 boom. He was drunk. Like, he was drunk. Like, they was fucking wasted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then maintain it. All right, episode 68, you tell them to go share the podcast, go subscribe, go follow. I ran out of here. You hope your eyes up? They open. All right, man. Um, thank you guys for uh, coming back, with the, uh, for listening to us when I come back episode, man. Episode 68 of the Straight Gas On Me podcast. I am D-Block to my left. It's Dale the Sleepy Teller. Um, yeah, bear stories. Yeah, man. Um... <laughs> so, so, yeah, 
<laughs> Make sure you go like, subscribe, um, follow the podcast on Instagram at straight underscore gas homie. Um, follow us on YouTube at straight underscore gas homie. Follow this guy on Twitter at Dale226. Follow him on Instagram at is Dale226. Follow this guy on Facebook at Dale. The rest will pop up. Um, hey, f- follow me on, follow me on, on Twitter at Deshaun0307. Follow me on Instagram at dblock1203. And my Snapchat is open, man. I'm opening up my Snapchat. Open it up. It's not private anymore. Follow me on Snapchat, man. I don't know what my Snapchat is. But. Yeah, man. My Snapchat is open, man. So. Asian Doll Dating Jack Boy? I think I seen something. Yeah, I think I seen something like that. Yeah man, uh, yeah man. Next week, man, with no 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 liquor for Dale, just straight gas, so we can get his ass to stay woke for a whole show. And we're gonna talk about uh, Twenty One Savage saying that people don't want to get on board with a certain artist because they're loyal to the dirt, man. For sure. Yeah, talk about that and a lot more, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be on point. This motherfucker know what he be doing. He trying to. Um... Not my fault. I was ready to go at nine thirty. Not my fault. Yeah, man. He be trying to make these. I said I was gonna fall asleep on this episode. You did. No, give me the uh, Z's. Oh, Z's. I've been up since five thirty this morning. Anyway, <laughs> no, we still counting checks. I'm the truth teller. Um, we are back. Uh, COVID free. Hopefully for. A very, very long time. COVID free. Don't we got a guest coming up? Uh, special episode? Episode 70, man. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> do have a special. Unlike Matt Nagy. We, we didn't get in your bed. Can you wake up for the bears? No. No, okay. no. We're done. We do. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, man. Episode 70. We are returning to the gas. No. This is the gas chamber. A.K.A. Club. It's Dale's Den, but episode 70, we are returning to the gas chamber. Club with gas. Gas chamber is what I call it. You call it club gas. I'm drunk. I right. tell you that. I'm telling you, it's club gas. We're winding. for this one. All right. Episode 70, we are returning to club gas. <laughs> with a special guest. I think it's going to be a good episode, man. 70th episode. I have some plans for that episode, man. Are you ready for it? I am, man. I'm always on point. You sure? Yeah. I'm the truth teller. Maybe some champagne so you don't fall asleep. I'm not drinking anything. <laughs> Nothing but fucking water. You know what I don't have this episode? My bottles of water. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what that's it is. That's what it is. I'm dehydrated. You have to drink plenty, plenty fluid. Can you do your, uh, mm-hmm, and your dirt dance, man? We out of here, man. I will not do no dance. Episode 68 of that. Hey, motherfucking eyes aren't open. Hey, we gotta cut this episode. That's it. We out this motherfucker. Straight gas, homie.